0: let's let's try this again welcome to another edition of conversations of the heart it is your boy t till season two excuse me season three losing track <laughs> episode 12 the real about relationships with uh miss kimberly reed so just gonna wait till up yep, there she go so um well, first off i appreciate you um i appreciate you for doing this show uh for for coming on and doing this with, with me um you are a man you're an, you're an influencer uh you you're an author a speaker but most of, but most importantly you are a relationship motivator and um what drew me to you um was you know I, I just got on TikTok you know and um and I was like man like and you you came across my uh timeline and I was just like, man, like she's talking some real, some real stuff that, that a lot of people don't really talk about and, and it had a lot to do with a relationship and it had a lot to do with men. Right. And, um, and I was like, man, like this is so powerful, you know, and with me doing this show here, I was just like, man, like I have to at least reach out to see if, you know, if you'd be interested in doing the show. And I'm so glad that we got a chance to connect the other day. Um, just amazing. So definitely thank thank you and you know so salute to your wonderful husband as well.
1: Thank
0: you. Um, absolutely. So let let's 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 dive into it. So the, the name of this episode is, is the real about relationships, right? And you know, I kinda wanna get real with you, right? So um so when it comes to relationships, right? Well let's let's back up for a second. Why did you actually take the, I guess, the turn to kind of uh, talk to men, talk to more about, you know, talk to more so about men than anything else?
2: Well, because, um, so I always say that I've been divorced three times and married once. And that's because I've been divorced three times. And the time I got married this time was the time that I felt like this was the marriage that I was, I was ready to be in, um, regardless of what I thought in the past. But throughout my many years of talking about relationships, I have noticed several things in reference to the feelings of men and and the things that they felt like they weren't able to express for whatever reason. Mm. And we all know that a lot of the times men won't talk about their feelings because a lot of men say, you know, that's how I was raised, to hold it back, not say anything, be a man, don't cry. You know toughen up Mm -hmm. i felt like something is wrong with this i mean i can talk about relationships all day long from a woman's perspective Mm -hmm. i finally started learning i'm not saying that i was the cause of all three of the other marriages breaking up because that's just not true Um, i definitely messed up the one that i shouldn't have but it was a lot that i learned from that and i learned a lot from the husband that i'm with now I saw, it was mainly when I lost, we lost our daughter at 16, mm-hmm. I saw how my husband jumped into survival protection mode, how we mm-hmm. tried to protect our daughters, and he just worked, 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 and, and I thought, wow, is he even grieving, you know, and it, it wasn't for like a year or two down the line, when I'm like, wow, he's just starting to grieve, Yep. And This happens a lot in a lot of different situations. Men aren't, they aren't pushed to grieve relationships, deaths, anything, loss of a job, anything. They aren't pushed to do that and people judge them for that. So I felt like in many areas, I wanted to speak up for men without bashing women in reference to telling us how you feel and allowing them to see that women understand how they feel some of Mm. us may do so i felt like it was my mission to start talking about that because yeah i talked about you know relationships and everything that i've gone through and other people have gone through and telling people oh do women like this don't do it like this what about these men Mm. there are men out here being dragged for several things so i felt like once i started doing stuff like that it just i'm like this is it lord this is it This -hmm. is just something in me lit up when I can tell a man, you know what? I understand. I understand what she said to you, why she said it, but I also understand why she does not understand you. And that's because she makes you feel guilty for feeling the way you do. She judges you for feeling the way you do. And no Mm. one does that, but if I could make them understand that I understand, they would be more willing to talk to me. And I gave Mm. them a say, this is how I felt. Maybe what I did was wrong, but this is why I did it. And it wasn't mm. that they were making up excuses. They were giving me what I asked for. I want reasons. I want reasons why you either cheated why you didn't call her when you said you were, or why you treated her the way you did. I want reasons. Once I can understand the reasons without judging you, mm. without, we all have a reason for feeling the way we feel, for doing the things right. we do. We have a right to feel that way. But once i Let a man or two or three, now hundreds, know that I understand how you feel. I knew better how to communicate with them. And it just, on TikTok one day, February 28th, 2021, and I started doing that and it just got crazy (laughs) because I got thousands of emails. It just felt good to do that.
0: Wow. And it did get crazy because now you have over, you have half a million followers on TikTok right now. So, I mean, that's huge. That is, that is very much so huge. And you've actually defied a lot of what, what people tell you is a good business model when you get into this lane. You know, um, when I started coaching and, and things like that, you know, I had many people tell me, hey, listen, if you cater to women, you'll make so much money. Don't worry about the men. Just cater to women and you'll make all the money. You know, they'll come to your shows. They'll buy your books. You just tell them what they want to hear. And you'll have a customer for life. And that's how you become successful, that's how you go viral. And how and I said to myself, Wow. Like and it you kind of your eyes get big because you realize how many people are doing that in this right. lane. Right? right. So when you came along and you actually are doing this and you went viral multiple times and you were actually speaking to men, right? I think you are actually someone who you can say, no, we don't have to do it that way. Right. right. And it's not to say that you know, women are this or, or that because women are beautiful. Like, you know, women um, are powerful. Right. But there's a lot of things that women go through that men go through too. Like when I have different zoom conversations with men, they complain about the same things Right. that, it, that women do. Right. We all want from each other. Like we, we all want the same things. It just seems like we don't know how to quite get there. Right. Um, so when it comes to building healthy relationships be- between a man and a woman right a-, a couple um what would be some of your pillars like so, like things that you would say is, is is an absolute must to build a healthy relationship
2: okay so you know how everybody will say well communication is the key and it sounds corny but your listening skills and your mm-hmm. body while you're listening yep that right there, whoo, that was a hard lesson for me to learn. Because even though I discovered that my me really listening and paying attention to every word, his actions, his body language, um looking into his eyes when he was talking, that's all good, but not listening to just immediately finding something that I could jump in there and rebuttal, have a good mm. rebuttal. Mm. Listening. Hey, i want to get up here. Wait till it comes out in his mouth. I know what he's going to say. It was not thinking I knew what he was thinking and, and what he meant versus what he said and what he meant. Mm. So that listening, the art of listening and being calm and just chilling out. And if you don't feel calm and if you don't feel like you can just listen without arguing back, then excuse yourself from the conversation. Just say something like, baby, listen, I'm too heated right now.
1: To
2: hear Mm. that, I'm too Mm. heated because a lot of women don't realize that even though, even if you have a reason for being angry, right? Even if you have a reason for being angry with your partner, the fact that you're heated, you're never going to find out why he said, or did, or reacted the way he did. If you are always, "Ah!" you know, you know, yeah. Cause who wants to give you what you want when you're acting like the warden? When you're acting like like you're telling you're a dictator. You're telling him. Mm-hmm. Hold on, trying to come down the steps real soft, and he is six three. And how many pounds are you? Two seventy. He can't come down
1: the
2: steps. <laughs> <laughs> That's a hollering right now. Anyway, <laughs> but I'm just basically listening to him and having the position of I'm going to sit here and I'm going to sit here calmly and not that I have to be stern or anything, but being in a position where he sees that I'm actually concerned about how he feels and that Mm -hmm. facial expressions aren't automatically judging him for how he Mm -hmm. feels. And that's hard for a lot of women, especially if you've been hurt before and if you've heard Mm -hmm. similar excuses or similar reasons, your mind goes back to whatever you've gone through in the past. So Mm. we have ourselves in a position of feeling like, you know what? This man loves me. He's coming from a place of love and I need to take it that way until he shows me that he's not. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, that's a long way, but it was basically knowing that he is coming from a place of love until he shows me that he's not in his actions. And you know, whether he gets up in my face while he's saying it or whether he's, (laughs) Or, you know whatever you know swelling up on me or whatever well many people know me if he swell up it's gonna be some things happening because I mean, yeah I, I don't play
0: that I don't play <laughs> wow um and and that's powerful it's it's because i think a lot of men just want to feel heard they want right. to feel seen right mm-hmm. and and i think you know just coming from uh you know from a male's perspective you know i've been through a lot of things even in in my life where sometimes you you feel like you don't get the opportunity to be heard. You don't get the opportunity to, to be seen. You don't, you, that's not a luxury for you, right? right? It's just pretty much like when they tell you about marriage, the one thing that they tell you is, all right, happy wife, happy life, just shut up and do what you're told. Yeah. And it's just like, and it's like, you know, personally, I didn't grow up in that kind of a household. So I grew up in a two parent household where if my mom was right, she was right. If my dad was right, he was right. And they both would apologize to each other when they were wrong.
2: And we, right. had to, we had to learn that. We, mm-hmm. we learned pretty much the, the hard way as well. Now, I've, I've seen other people. I saw a family member of mine. I saw my, um, a guy, he said, um, he told his daughter something. You know, he, he, she asked him a question, he laid down the law. The mother immediately, well, why does she have to do that? Because, no, you just go ahead and do what you got to do. Your daddy doesn't know what he's talking about. And I looked at it and I'm like, wait a minute Wow, it's not that I agree with him and it's not that I agree with her reason what I disagree with is the fact that you guys showed her that you're not a team number one you showed her that you're going to go back and forth with each other about whatever it is she wants which is telling her that all I have to do is appeal to one of these and I'm going to go with the one I like with the answer that I like it's disrespectful Because had he done that to her, he would have had a fit. And it's, mm-hmm. it's showing, it's, it's sort of like, in this case, it was a young lady, it was a, it was a girl, and her father said something, and her mother, in that instance, is showing her, number one, how to disrespect her father. Mm. Number two, how to disrespect her man when she's in a relationship and has a kid with him. Number mm-hmm. two, to get over on both of them so you didn't you it's like we don't have a place it's not time there are certain times when you are your child's friend but at that moment she should have been that child's mother and that Mm. wife Wow. and they could come and talk about that later you know what I mean right one of those things you have to learn to respect each other as far as what you say goes especially when it comes to the kids and and we can get to, together and talk about that later
1: mm-hmm.
2: I don't know it's hard because then he feels like you know what go ask your mom and it shouldn't be that way he's the head of the right. house he's paying a majority of those bills and even if he wasn't he's just mm-hmm. a father so let's show your young lady how to deal with not only her father but another person let's show her how to respect a person you know Mhm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And what you said about that is because when your kids are watching, right, like your kids are watching everything. And I think I remember what something that you told me, I think that stuck with me before was just how well, like, I guess your children, especially like your daughter, see you, you know, treating your husband and and your husband, of course, treating you well, right? Like, and just now they're in healthy relationships um, because of that and that's a very powerful thing because you we talk about oh we have to heal our people and and heal our homes but it's like that's where it starts it starts in the home and what right. they see right so that that's an amazing testament you know just to to you because you said all of your daughters are in healthy relationships and it's just like wow like that is amazing because they get it from you they get it from your your husband and 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 that's amazing because that's how we start to heal our homes and that's how we start to develop different generations passing down different things right so now when your kids have kids and things like that they're going to see the same thing
2: it's so about you know mm-hmm. determined to break the curse of teenage pregnancy to break the curse of college um, mm. to break the curse of divorce you know mm-hmm. abusive relationships and i felt like you know what they see me they have seen me, my two oldest daughters. One is thirty-seven, and one is thirty-four. And they have seen me, like, get divorced, and they have seen me keep my house, keep my uh, my car, keep my job. You know, get child support sporadically, um, but basically take care of them and be a strong woman. They've seen, mm. me. Mm-hmm.
1: but
2: they had. I wanted them to see a successful relationship, if that's mm-hmm. what they wanted for me. So mm. I. Felt what it's time to get your priorities priorities in order just because your dad said you are a wife doesn't mean you have to be a wife what you need to be now is the mother to these daughters then first you got to be my kid right i'm a child of god first a woman second so then you got to be a mother to these daughters you have to show them that with or without a man you will be fine and this has nothing to do with i'm an independent woman oh fine 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 we know you're independent You Mm got but does that mean that you have to swear off men and say I don't need you no it's saying that I don't need to have a husband to have a family because God is my father God is their father when I respect him guess what everything else is gonna fall into place but what it meant for me is having a place where I could do for myself and bring all these things to the table The blessings that I had from God, which were my children, me, and be a whole person. My children saw me be strong, right? Mm -hmm. When when I got into the relationship with my current husband, I wanted my daughters not to see another man right away. I felt like, okay, I've been divorced three times. I just want to date now. I just want to date and I want to have some fun. And I, I wanted to have what they call a hot girl song. I didn't know this, it wasn't called that back
1: when
2: I was I've always been either a girlfriend or a wife. And now I just want to be single. But I realized I had to show my daughters, you know, I got to talk to them about this because they're very impressionable. And I was like, look, mommy is single. She's going to date. But that doesn't mean we're going to have another man in this house. That, that's not what that means. But my husband never saw my two oldest daughters until maybe, uh, I guess maybe six months because I wanted to be sure if another man, if they met another man, first of all, I could trust him. I could trust him around them. You know what Where, I mean? I know yeah. about this person, whether we are compatible enough to be around other people that I really love. And mm-hmm. it's all about priorities in order. And once they were able to see that, I realized, you know what? They are very impressionable, and everything I do from this point on, when they were 14 and 11, is going to show, because at that time, I had a two-month-old as well. well, so I just said, you know, when we got together, and after, maybe uh, right after he proposed, my daughter Nikki was 17, and she said, Mom, if a man does not treat me the way James treats you, then I don't want to be bothered.
1: Wow. Wow.
2: If she was in a relationship and it went sour, immediately cut it off. Cut mm. it off because I didn't want them to wait. It wasn't about them being mean or or hard. I said cut right. it say, look, this isn't for me. I wish you the best. And I, you know what I mean. And and they can't hold that against you. If they do, they're young and they'll get over it. But the fact that she saw that, and then my second daughter saw that, and now my 19 year old, the youngest baby, she's uh, 19 right now. And they're all in great relationships. I mean, when I say great, I mean men of different... These aren't people who are like 50 and 60-year-olds. Um, my oldest daughter, her, her uh, fiancé is, a, is a, le- a young lady. Her name is Fiona. Marvelous. They have a wonderful relationship. You know, they just... I, I get emotional thinking about it. Um, my second mm-hmm. daughter, Jackie, married to Jeremy. And... They have two boys, my oldest daughter has one one son, he's nine, his name is King Kenzo. Um, King Kenzo. Then my second one, and that's JJ and Jackson, and she's married, and my son-in-law is like, oh my God. When I tell y'all, I I would hook him up with my daughter if I had known him and she didn't. That Right. right there, when I tell you marriage, a man at that age, in his 30s, I mean young 30s too, a good man. And my mm-hmm. mother is nineteen, and her boyfriend is nineteen. When I tell you, just a wonderful man, mm-hmm. a wonderful man. So good men like that are out here all over the place, and yeah. they are for these good women who have learned some lessons, and they will gravitate to them. But they got to know that they can trust the woman to be who God wants her to be. Mm. You know. What you know, I, I just go off on it. So I just, I get so emotional. So you gotta
0: forgive me. So go ahead. And no, 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 no. Please, no. But the, but first off, shout out to Black Don't Crack because I would have <laughs> never thought that you would ever had a a daughter thirty seven years old. I'd like, like never in my mind, Like I've never would have thought. And you right. know that Black don't Crack is real. And that's Ooh. that's that's crazy because I would have never thought. Um, and you have a lot of energy, like it's just tons of energy too. Um, so when you brought up, cause you brought up the, you know, being divorced and things like that, how did you manage to push through a lot of shame? Right. Be- because when you get divorced, right. Um, people tend to judge you, right. Yeah. People tend to judge you. Um, <clears throat> and you know, and even just within yourself, there could be some guilt, some shame and, oh this was supposed to be this and that and and then it wasn't and then what are people gonna say and and then not only that but then you took it to a a step further and then now you're talking about relationships but then you know a lot of people would say well why are you talking about relationships and and you've been divorced i know i because i've been through one divorce you know what i'm saying and i was just like me talking about relationships and everything that i know about relationships it 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 was a little weird for me too. So I kind of shied away from it because of the stigma and the shame of certain things. Right. But it doesn't mean you don't have knowledge. Right. So like, how did you push through Mm -hmm. those things, those barriers?
2: Well, you know what, it, it, it was a bit of a struggle, but I, there was a lot of things that my father instilled in me as I was growing up. Okay. So I was raised by a stepfather, Bill Evans. um, And when I tell you the lessons he taught me, ooh, Lord, I mean, just being straight up, just being mm-hmm. up. So, and then I was, you know, I have another stepfather, his name is Gregory Miller. And then I have a paternal father, his name is Gregory Green. Well, God blessed me with three fathers other than him. He blessed me with three fathers and all three of them fed me things yeah. that I need throughout my life, you know, um, at different stages of my life. When I got divorced the first time, because I was so young when I got married, it was, mm-hmm. it was it's me against the world, it's us against the world, we can do it, we can do it, just young and dumb. You know. Mm-hmm. Learned a lesson, right? Um, the second time it was that get married, um, because he's a good guy and he really loves you and the kids, and da. da, da, da. But I knew, I knew that, yeah, I love him and he is a good guy. We have a great relationship, but we should have stayed friends. We should have stayed real good friends. That's where mm-hmm. we should have stayed.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And it it ended and and I was the bad guy in that. And and I've all I've talked about that before. Um, mm-hmm. and the third one, guess what? I got paid back. <laughs> you can just say I got that a hundred times fold, right? Got mm-hmm. everything I did wrong was done to me plus some. And right. I did any of it. So when I was getting married the fourth time, yeah, of course I took some time and didn't do anything, of course. But when I got married the fourth time, there were people who said, why is she getting married again? Something's wrong with her. She has low self-esteem. Well, guess what? It was the total opposite. I didn't have low self-esteem. I didn't have like a, a crazy high self-esteem. It was none of that. What it was is me saying, you know what? Instead of me focusing on what, on what people are saying about me, because a lot of people lied about stuff. Oh, she did this and she did that. Just lies. Just like mm-hmm. And I would say if I did it, but they try to... Sh- throw these shameful things on you and and then it magnifies and then people started making up stuff for their own and that was fine. But what I did was I separated myself from that because I thought the people that are trying to shame me, do I really care about any of them? Mm -hmm. Do -hmm. do I really, really care? Because I had to think, all the ways that God is blessing me, here it is, another man has offered to marry me and I knew there were different reasons for this marriage. Mm. I knew this was a marriage I took to God first. I knew that we went to counseling first. I knew that I did my homework. I mean, when, when people say check your credit and all, that, yeah, I did all that. But I'm talking about I did the homework for me. You know, are you ready for this? Or what are you bringing to the table? Not financially. Are you bringing understanding? Are you bringing a listening ear? Are you bringing the real Kim? Are you bringing the Kim that God created? The wife in you that God created? Because evidently, He wants you. For everybody, not everybody, but enough people are asking,
0: Correct.
2: are you doing different? Once I started thinking about all that stuff, the shame and stuff that people were trying to put on me, guess what? It didn't matter because a good friend told me, he said, you know what? I can say his name. His name is Antoine. He might even not even remember. He's one of my husband's friends, but he said um, people won't always like your change, but they, they'll either get with it, catch up, or not. Mm-hmm. Living your life. And that's mm. exactly what I did. And a lot of those people who talked and tried to shame me, they needed me years down the line mm. they for different things. Uh-huh. And I it against them, but why? Because God mm. was putting all these blessings. Okay, now I got this good relationship and everything. I mean, this man is nine years younger than me, came into my life. He took on an 11 year old, a 14 year old, and a two month old and raised that two month old until the day she was gone. Was his, was, she was his best friend. Mm. Shame has no place. If, if the shame was what I was worried about, God would have never blessed me in this way. Never, mm. Mm. I had to focus. What is going good in my life? Forget the people that's talking about you, F- forget that. Are you happy? Are you happy with yourself?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Because it's not just about this man. It's are you happy with you? Are you happy? Mm-hmm. With this decision? You know, are you making the right decision? Not just for you, but for three mm-hmm. that's looking at this man that he already loves. Mm.
1: You
2: know, and that was a way. I was like, you know what? Shame vanishes. It, mm. ban- it has to vanish with me. It mm. doesn't have to with else. It makes a difference what I think about. it. And I say that this marriage hasn't always been peaches and cream, but, God, when I tell you now, I don't regret any of it. I don't regret the marriages. I don't regret the dumb stuff I did in the past. I don't regret any of it because I chose to learn from it to learn how it affected the people in my life and how Mm -hmm. everything I make affects the the women that I brought into this world.
1: Mm. Mm. it's
2: nothing that's another long answer isn't
0: it no no but um but i i think that that's a necessary answer because it's like i said a lot of people going through this a a, a lot of people like you know go through one divorce and it's like they're and it may not even be shame from other people it could be guilt from within yourself Right. right? Because, you know, uh, especially with believers, like, you know, b- believers in Christ and stuff like that, it's like, a lot of times you carry this guilt of, like, oh, man, like, you know, we we made vows, we did this, and then, like, it didn't work, and, like, it's going to be a shame to God. Like, it's just a lot of stuff you go through internally, even for yourself, and you're harder because, let's be honest, most of us are our own worst critic. You can yeah. probably pick out a lot of word, bad things about yourself, right? And just say, well, okay, well, I'm not this. But so, But when something like that happens, it's like, wow, like, you know, you have to go through one, that grieving process, but then also you have to to deal with, yeah, the shame that you feel like, okay, now I have to tell people that this didn't work, that didn't work. And, and then I don't know, you know, and then it's just like, you know, you feel like you're like, you're just like you're a disappointment. right? Right. And, and then you go through the trauma of what other people, even what the other person may have said about you. So there's like a lot of layers to divorce that, that happens. So, it's great that you have that that you know that answer because that can really bless somebody because it's just like that there comes a lot with divorce okay. and not even just about financial or this it's just a lot of like mental and right. spiritual hurdles that a lot of people go through and it prevents them from a lot of people from hit from going to the next step, from going to the next level, from meeting that person, right? It just puts them in a bad place. So um
2: and accepting responsibility for my actions, yes, mm-hmm. part of it because yeah, um, in the first marriage, we both did dumb stuff. You know, we yeah. were young. Um, we just yeah. we don't... The second one, um, even though things, I, I, I can't take the entire blame, but I take the bulk of it, and and it could have been fixed had I not checked out. You feel me? Um, right. The third one that. Look, I just take that with a grain of salt. It is what I take an L. You You
0: guys just suck it up to the game. Just suck it up to
1: the game.
2: But my my, taking responsibility for like apologizing to the man that I hurt, that was Mm. key. That was a key to the blessings that follow because at my weakest moment suffering that I was going through in the third marriage, I went to the second, the, the one before him and I had to apologize. You know, I, I was like, you know, I need to apologize for the things that I did because you didn't just,
1: you didn't.
2: Mm. I didn't go into how, I'm, how I felt, you know, if I was lonely or I didn't give him all those reasons. I, it, what difference did it make at that point, right? Mm-hmm. The thing was, accept responsibility for the things that you've done to create the message you're in now.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Knew for a fact that God was trying to teach me a lesson. He was trying to do some things and he did them. And I needed to make that right. Now, I couldn't make it right, but I needed to go and apologize. Whether or not he accepted it, mm-hmm. it would be on him. Now, he did. He's a good guy. He did. Um, And I feel blessed that he did accept it, you know, because he was a good guy, you know, and and we can say hi and bye to You, you know what I mean? And, and, it, and it ended up okay. And plus his daughter's, his daughter was is still my daughter. You know what I mean. She's still a part of my life, and I realized that that hurt her too for me to be suddenly gone. So I had to think about you know you didn't just hurt him. Your your, your two oldest daughters they loved him, mm-hmm. in life. So you didn't just hurt him. You hurt them too. Except because mm-hmm. of your mess,
1: mm-hmm.
2: you know. And I think a lot of us we don't because we felt like. Well, I wouldn't have did it if he wouldn't have did this. Listen, cut that out. Just cut it out. <laughs> cut it out. Yeah, we both could, could have do some things differently, but uh-huh. I had to accept responsibility for my role in that mess. One uh-huh. I, I can't, it, it was ridiculous. Things started falling into place and I had no idea that that's the way it was going and I was glad that I did. It made me feel better as a person to say, I'm wrong. I apologize, and to do it sincerely, not, well, if I hurt you then, well, if I hurt you, well, if I did any anything to hurt you, no, I, I did this. This is what I did to hurt you. And mm-hmm. then I had to listen to him, you know, listen to how it made him feel. Listen to how he feels about me now. Whether I liked what he said or not, I owed it to him and myself to listen to whatever came out of his mouth. Mm-hmm. Whether it's disrespectful or not, I had to respect the way that he felt because that is a result of the things that I did. Mm. And it was major growing. You know, it, it was just that amount of growth I, that I experienced in that moment. Some people, it t- they, they need to have that be stretched out. And I thought I was going to have a dab more aneurysm from it because it was, just, I was like, Dave, I'm saying I'm sorry for a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm it's it's hard to get me to say I'm sorry about anything. It it, it just is. My husband, will tell you, I didn't start apologizing him what maybe ten years ago, mm-hmm. and I I was wrong. I'm like, yeah, well, I, I'm unright about that. I'm unright, and he, <laughs> he's like, look, saying you unright that's better than nothing.
0: That's it. We'll take it. You know, we'll, yeah. We'll take the win any way we can get it. Right. Exactly. Um, but there's always blessings in failed right. relationships. So right, like there's
2: parents, um, someone, somebody said, How did you deal with telling your new husband about your past marriages? Was it difficult? Oh, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. Okay, let me get that out the way. Sure. So a lot of people they know this story, but it's not gonna be long, I'm gonna shorten it out. My current husband, he was at my last wedding. Yeah. Look at your face. <laughs> My Hi. current husband, James, was at my last wedding. And um, so he knew the story of my other two. Um, but here's the thing. I didn't have to tell him anything because we worked at the same job. Um, all three of us did. Um, I got my ex-husband a job at the place. James and I worked there before. But I never looked at James twice. He just wasn't somebody I was attracted to, you know, because I was married. Always married to somebody else. And mm-hmm. that's what attracted him to me because he never saw me like let nobody else talk to me or whatever, right? So he already knew what I was about. That if I was married to this person, that's who I'm married to. That's it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, when we finally, when that marriage finally got dissolved, James knew the things that I had gone through. He saw the cheating the ex did. He saw me go through a pregnancy, a very sickly, hard pregnancy. And mm that person just not be there and not do what he was supposed to do and he saw me still to come to work he saw me take care of my kids he saw all mm-hmm. of that. so at work I'm almost at the point where I'm having this baby and he I'm getting off the elevator and he said can I talk to you one? you need to talk you okay so we talked maybe for about an hour it's 45 minutes mm-hmm. so- some things, and I wasn't the type of person that would share all of my business. I just wasn't that, but I shared enough. You know how right. you just feel comfortable and you share enough. I'll right. um, share that with. We never talked about it again. I had my baby a couple of months later. Two months later, after that, I finally came back to work. Well, a month after that, I finally came back to work, and he asked me out, and I said no. I said no. I'm like, uh, yeah, yeah, you know. I'm thinking, oh, he's just trying to get some or
1: whatever.
2: <laughs> First of all, he's too loud. Second of all, he's young, you know, and he's he's tall. He fits all this other stuff, but I, the personality, I'm just not getting with it. You know, all of that, and I'm I'm like, no, I just need to be single for a while. I don't need to jump back into a relationship. I don't want to go out on dates. I was just against it. A couple of months later, and I'm like, uh. I need to get something. I needed to get a tattoo covered up. And all of my friends were gone. I called, finally called, finally used that number. Can you go with me to do this? And he did. He went me to uh-huh.
1: get
2: this covered up, and I made a fool of myself. Ah! And he was just so turned on by the fact that I was going to take this pain to do this, and he gets to be there and all of this stuff. We ended up talking and talking for hours. Uh-huh. While I ate like a man across from him, yeah, he took me to get something to eat after the tattoo, and I ate. I ate strawberries, and I ate. I just ate like a man. It was good that I could. I just felt like I'm a be who I am from the door. If I eat like a man, I ain't, I'm not eating salad. I ate a bunch of these strawberries. <laughs> and telling him some things that I went through, mm-hmm. and I'm like in my mind, he's gonna get up and run away from this table. He gonna get mm. up. And run I'm like he can't go because he broke with me. He had his own car, but I, I don't go out with nobody. You know, you date and you drive your own car. But I'm like he's gonna leave, and this is gonna show me a lot about who he is. And it's mm-hmm. a, he's a favor, you know. If he can't if he accept this, he's gonna do me a favor, and it is what it is. Because I never wanted to be fake and let him think, oh, I'm not affected by this relationship. I'm not affected by what I went through in the other two relationships. I'm not affected, but I can't. But he needs to know I'm affected by it. Right. He needs anybody around my kid so I was shocked he took it and let me just get this out the way out the way right now I decided that moment when he didn't run away that I was going to have my first one night stand hey yeah I know isn't that crazy I was hey night stand, and yeah I blew his mind yeah I did I did, I did. <laughs> <laughs> Until I found out that a one-night stand is supposed to be somebody you don't know and you never see again or whatever. and it, But I didn't realize it at the time because I didn't know how to do the one-night stand. You know. But he didn't, he didn't run from the drama. You see? He didn't run from it. And I've always been a component of not um, telling all my business because I'm like, stop telling men all your business. They don't need to hear about your every ex-boyfriend and da 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 The way I told him was different it wasn't mm. bad mouthing everybody in my past it was this marriage didn't work because we were young and dumb this marriage didn't work because I was dumb this marriage didn't work because and then he saw all the stuff that happened there so I, right. I didn't think it bad because he mm-hmm. saw that it was the way I told him which which is why he could accept it with with and be open to dating me because he knew okay if something goes on with me and her she's not just going to bad mouth me She's not going to drag me through the mud, you know? Mm, mm. He felt differently. Like, he's been with other people who said, my baby daddy did this or that other. And he just didn't want to be a part of it. Right. And I felt like, you know what? I'm on to something. Because he may not be the one, but I'm never going to drag an ex. For what? It isn't, Why? It's over. Why are you still dragging him?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So he You're did right. that. And that's that's how I told him. Mm-hmm it
0: is wow i like that i didn't know that that's that that an incredible story i ain't a lot I
2: it, am i sure women i'm sure your new husband wait a minute, i can't see everything so, oh okay you're, oh your now husband waited waited you out it's important to note that you maintain your integrity as a married woman i'm sure your new husband Oh, was drawn to that. Yep, you're very right. He was very drawn to that because that was the one thing that he told me. Um, seeing me come to work, knowing the drama that I was in the middle of, seeing mm-hmm. me come to work, he didn't, um, he didn't see me like trying to date other people and make the guy look bad. And even mm-hmm. when he did start dating me, when I finally said yes to a a regular date, he... Mm-hmm. To him, he went to my ex and he said, Hey, you know, because we all worked at the same company. You no, know, they weren't best friends or anything like that. Right. But he knew who he was. He went to him and he, and I was shocked because I was sitting in the office outside of the office where he went. and He said, Look, um are y'all still together? Because I want to take her out. And of course, the guy was like, oh, You can take her out, and her, and her, and her, mm-hmm. you know. But something said I thought about my mama, my grandmama, my daddy. I was like, you know what? He said, Look, baby, whatever you do, always with class. Whether mm. you her heart is on the bottom of your foot, you stand in class, you stand in dignity, you stand in a queen's place. That's mm. what you do. Your heritage is not one of of weak women. That's not what you're about. And as hard as it was, now I wasn't I didn't want to be with the man, but of course it's hard to hear somebody say F her da da, da. wait
1: uh-huh.
2: I had a baby that he begged for, why would he say that? I didn't do anything wrong. I mean he did all this, and why is it F her? But what it was a man was man enough to come to him
1: uh-huh.
2: say, I want to take her out. And right. I, you know, and I and I'm just letting you know. And I think uh-huh. that's the problem. But it made me see James in a way that I had never seen another man other than my three fathers. Right. Because wow. I felt like what a man should do. If you mm-hmm. know, you know, or if you work there, let's just get this, I don't know because we're not, and I told him, I don't care, we're not together. I'm really divorced. You don't have to do that. But as a man, I had to respect his decision to do that, because that's how he was raised. He right. Get it now.
1: Yeah, and,
0: and being in the workplace it could get a little could right. got a little sticky too. So not that's definitely a so, salute to J Reed for that one. Um yeah. so no. Sonia so Sonya Patrice says, I'll drag your exes for you. Oh, okay. So she oh. ready to fight. Oh she ready to fight, okay. My <laughs> she ready to fight.
1: <laughs>
0: so so there's so when it comes to those relationships, there's blessings in failed relationships and I know that a lot of us, like, we want, we always want to get it right the first time, you know, Um, especially in relationships, right? Um, But in business, a lot of times we don't get it right the first time. We we never do. Right? right? Like, it's like, it takes, sometimes it it takes, like, two or three, four businesses or you have, you might write two failed books before you have a bestseller, right? Right. Like, but in relationships, we we always, and and I understand where it comes from because it's like, you know, you just want to get it right that one time, right? But That's why it's so important that that you give yourself the grace that you need. That You know what? You may not get it right the first time, right? But Mm -hmm. as long as you learn the the lessons that you need to learn along the way, because all things work out for what, right? You're good, right? So you went through all of those things, right? And it got you right where you need to be today, Mm -hmm. right? And and that's so important is is to note is, you may have wanted to get something back to first. I mean, you know, just the, that one. You want to say, this is the one, right? And you wanted to get it right that one time. And it's, you know what, and you might look at that as a failure, but the thing about that is that failure that you that you think and that you take, that L, that loss, quote, unquote, is really just a lesson for you to propel yourself to where, to get to exactly where you're supposed to be with who you're supposed to be with. And. Yeah like you said, sometimes you have to push through the shame, right? Because people are going to talk. You can't stop people from talking, but really, it's not what other people say about you, but also, it's what you answer to, but it's exactly. also about what you tell yourself as well.
1: Exactly. That's
0: the biggest thing, because if people start telling you stuff about yourself, and then you believe it, and now you're repeating those things to yourself, and you start believing that, then that's when you sabotage yourself going forward. Definitely. Right? And And so... Exactly. Mm-hmm. And so, but to your credit, to your credit, you took that and you empowered yourself and you stood 10 toes down on what you believe in and you held yourself accountable, right? For the things that you've done and you owned everything. And now years later, you're in a successful marriage, right? right. And I think that's all that matters is where you end up. The The right. journey is the journey, period, exactly. right? Like, exactly. like. The book is the book.
2: You exactly, and those um, you know, the those three marriages put together. I mean, they were shorter put together than the relationship that I am now as a whole. I mean, we talk we be twenty years married on September the second, two thousand twenty-two, and then we've been together it. years. So that's been. I just. Like I thank God for all of it. I do, but especially for the sense to know when it was time to hold myself accountable for my own actions, to hold Mm -hmm. myself accountable for the things I said, the things I did or whatever, even when it wasn't my fault, even when I felt like it wasn't my fault, even when, um, how I reacted to, um, to being treated poorly in the last relationship I could have handled some of those things better. I could have gotten out earlier. I've always been mm-hmm. um, the type, hey, you make a promise to me, you break it, I'm out. And from mm-hmm. um, um, you know, we I moved around a lot when I was young, you know, because my parents got divorced and stuff like that, and went from school to school. But it 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 helped doing that that movement around helped me, and also seeing other people in abusive relationships. It helped me get out of those three.
1: Mm.
2: Two of them that I were abusive because of either the cheating or the talking or the, the fighting or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then one because I felt like the abuser because of the cheat, you know? And mm-hmm. so it helped me that moving around and that letting things, that helped me let those relationships go. And they were not just let go for my good,
1: uh-huh.
2: your good. You see? Uh-huh. I didn't want to be that way in this marriage. God allowed me to be that person who could let it go. He he knew I knew how to get divorced. He knew I knew how to do all the paperwork, keep everything I need, and take care of my girls and all that stuff. He knew I could let a marriage go, let the wrong relationships go. I was writing a book called Divorce Three Times, Married Once, and I've been writing it for years. And I've always wondered why can't I finish this book Mm -hmm. book about those three relationships and, and how good this one is and everything until the unspeakable happened in this relationship. And I'm like, wow, now I know why I couldn't finish the book. Wow. Because the book had nothing to do. It, a small part of this book had to do with those failed relationships. A small part of it had to do with this relationship. Mm. But the biggest part of this book had to do for, with me. Mm. God get something out of me. And until he, was, he started to get that, I wasn't going to be able to finish the book. Mm-hmm. Or even start writing it again. And it's mm-hmm. finding out that, you know, you go to bed with Superman, somebody who raised your children, mm-hmm. sent them to college, never asked for a dime from their fathers. I mean, I say, bought their first car, sent them the proms. Everything that a blood father does, this man did for my for my our children, right? And mm-hmm. I had a that's fourth daughter and that's Jamie named because he wasn't gonna get no son, so you know, we, we gave him a Jamie.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: It was going to bed with Superman, right? Yeah. Right. Waking up one day and finding out he's not Superman.
1: Ooh. Ooh.
2: It was crushing. And my i i had to do this is something that it, it was an infidelity that we struggled when i tell you that i almost turned into the old kim not the kim that would cheat or get back the kim that would say you made promises you broke them i'm out because that was mm-hmm. easy it's easy for, it's easy for me to forgive anybody as long as i roll out as long as, long as i move on and get away from you it. it's easy yep. what's called has been hard for me is to forgive stay and work through it mm-hmm. it, was, it was one of the hardest things I've ever had to do and I've never even encouraged anybody to stay in a marriage where they've suffered an infidelity mm-hmm. I had, is this a man is this just a man who made this horrible decision not a mistake because a mistake is something you do that you don't know is wrong when you're doing it that's where i see it is this the man that made a horrible choice to do something to somebody who's good to him is that mm-hmm. all he is or is he still the man who made the horrible choice who still put your daughters through college who still is the love of the life of the two youngest daughters that you have who still, who is in here fighting for his marriage? Who took responsibility for it? Who mm. did everything that you wanted him to do to try to make to make this work? Who didn't leave, like make a baby, leave, um, leave you with all the bills? Or is this is he all of that? And he mm. was all. So at this moment, I had to do the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. Right. I had to talk to four daughters with four different personalities at the weakest point of my life because this was the love of my life that did something that I swore that, that nobody could ever tell me that he would do, ever. Mm. God was out of me. And at that moment, he was getting it. So I have to go to my oldest daughter, who's this free spirit, happy-go-lucky. James is her hero, you know, mm-hmm. all this stuff. And, you know, and, and she was like the, why, why? you know, just the yeah. very dramatic and, and very hurt, you know, because she believed this. Right? And I had to talk to her and say, you know what, your mother is hurt. I'm hurt. But let me tell you something. When... I'm going to forgive him. I don't know whether I'm going to stay or not, but I'm going to forgive him regardless. And I'm pissed. You know, I told her how I really felt because I felt like she was old enough to know how I
1: really
2: there when it all unfolded. And, but I said, you know, remember when you messed up first year of college and wasted all that money? He was pissed, but still went to get you did all the paperwork, got you into another school, and paid for it. Mad at you. Now I know it's not the same thing, but I right. just he forgave you and he stuck by you no matter what, because he was mm-hmm. as a person. Right. So she understood that. My second daughter, very direct, not very emotional when it comes to stuff like this, unless she's mad.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: It look. I didn't even have to really say much to her. I said, when you're ready to talk to him, you can. If you don't feel like it, you don't have to. You do what you got to do, but you're here for me, and I know that's why you're here. Hug, hug, yeah. hug. That was it. Just allowing them to be, feel how they want, and to feel it in a way they want it. As long as they can yeah. go, be respectful. Because mm-hmm. she knew he did the same. He was paying for her to get through college, da-da-da-da-da. The third daughter, his best friend, Kamari, pissed. I mean, I think it affected her in a way because they were best friends, but I was her mama.
1: Right. Mm.
2: And I could just stomping up the steps, just pissed, slamming doors and everything. And I had to talk to her, Kamari, listen, he made a mistake. I mean, he made a bad choice. And he said, he don't, she was like, he don't get to make those mistakes. He don't get to do that. I was like, listen, let me tell you something. You remember when you went to school? and we told you not to fight that girl (laughs) you went to school dressed to fight that girl (laughs) I said you went to school dressed to fight her Mm
1: -hmm.
2: you beat her down got suspended you know I named a couple of things that she did because she she was a firecracker yeah I said your daddy had your back no matter what your daddy had your back and he forgave Mm
1: -hmm. you When,
2: when you did this when you snuck this stuff in the house when you up a lizard in the house. Your daddy had your back, regardless. Go <laughs> so to the baby who was like very, very young, um, maybe four or five. I'm like Jamie. Remember when you wrote on, you know, the laptop, and you and your daddy had to spank you, and then you were on his lap, and y'all went and got ice cream. Remember that? That was forgiveness, baby. He forgave because he loved you, mm. and she was the one that received it best because she's a kid, she's a baby, that innocence. You- but it showed me that this marriage is about more than just this horrible thing. Mm. You take it or not, are you going to show that grace? And this, this isn't about allowing him to think that it's okay. No, right. no it ain't okay.
1: Uh-huh. It's
2: about saying, I forgive you whether I stay or not. And this is how I love you. And this is how I love my daughters. Because when you're a woman with kids, stuff like this goes on, we forget sometimes that our children, they, they're looking at us. Mm-hmm. They're looking, they've seen me be strong, but they need to know that it's okay for me to be weak, for me to be hurt, for me to be mm-hmm. just, be mad. And and I can't hide that from them. I can't like, I don't want to fight the man in front of them and all that stuff and <laughs> Right? Yeah, because I mean, but I, I thought i like, we, we're not gonna pretend like I didn't, I <laughs> did. <You know? laughs> right. I fought it. I broke some stuff. Yeah, I woo. Anyway, I'm going to say that for the book. But <laughs> it was more just about me being the person that God wanted to bring some things out of and teach my children and learn myself. And at the same time, I didn't realize I was teaching my husband. I was teaching him not that you should know what you had. Mm-hmm. But just what stock that this woman is made of mm. this that would normally boot you out in the street or normally say I'm gone and he knew how easy not how easy it was but that it's easier for me to forgive and let you go
1: Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. How
2: it was for me to forgive and allow him to stay
1: mm.
2: and I think a lot of women they don't understand well they want to understand or they, they try to understand that
1: mm-hmm. staying
2: is strong, but they really feel weak about it, mm. and that's why people don't allow people to judge you for staying with somebody who cheats on you or who mm. cheated. You. It let it come from what you feel like is best for you, right? And so people, different people, tried to shame me. Oh, your relationship was this, 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 this. this. Yeah, he's the same. He's just like any other man. Guess what? He's not like any other man. He's like himself. He's mm. like the man he is. He showed wow. he bad choice, bad character flaw, whatever it was, mm-hmm. it. it was horrible. But is this something that I'm going to if I'm going to stay, and a lot of women, I need y'all to understand, if you're going to stay, if you're going to stay, think of everything as a whole. Not just that thing he did. Think of everything as a whole. Mm. All the been through in the past, don't stay just because of all the other things, because this can be so bad that you can't do it. But if you right. feel like you bring it up every two weeks, don't stay. Mm. here's years down the line and you still bring it up, don't stay. Because if he's, here's the thing, but the key to that is, I want men to realize that, if you don't want her to bring it up, and it goes both ways, if you don't want your partner to continue to bring these hurts up, You have to change your behavior. So anything that you did, any of those behaviors, whether it was social media, liking stupid pictures, whether it was having somebody's number in your phone, whether it was talking to people you know you shouldn't be talking to, whether it was complimenting women unnecessarily, whether it was touching somebody's hair, as long as they're not doing those things that led up to that action or anything that you think your partner would be upset then stop bringing it up. But you have to realize you have to stop those actions, too. You can't just say, well, she's making it up. Well, she mm-hmm. it up you're doing some of the stuff that makes her think about what you did. Mm. You're being disrespectful. You're, you're still doing, so, and you're not trying to understand her side, too. Because a lot of women think that, I don't, that, that I'm not sympathetic for women. And that's not true. Nah. not true at all. If, if they think about it, I'm really helping women. Yeah, you are. You know, it it really is. I've been Mm -hmm. on a (laughs)
0: rant. But what what I took from... So, what I took from what you just said, right? Because I want to apply it to everyday life, right? So, what you said, a a lot of it was remembering who he is, right? And for me, this is a part of communication. And it's a part of things like with both men and women. Because... And... mm, I'm not talking about cheating, but I'm talking about just disagreements, things that you don't like about the person or arguments. They they can get heated. But the one thing I always say is remember who's across from you. Remember who that person is to you. Because, yes, they could make you mad, make you irate, and, you know, whatever the case is, and you don't like that they did this. Right yeah. And it's not even about just the, as something going as far as cheating, because some, sometimes people have short fuses, and it doesn't take somebody cheating. It could be just something, and they fly off, and they say things that they can't take back, right. or they do things that they can't take back. And so, especially if it's somebody that you really love, it's like, remember that yesterday, that was your person. Or, or maybe even just two hours ago, like you were just telling your friends how great this person was and is and, and how much you love them. But then something happens and it could be nothing like cheating. It could just be they just made you mad about something. And now you're flying off. And and it's just like you have to really think about who is across from you and how you respond. Because I told you this, like for me, my biggest thing for me was I'm not going to start the fight, but I'm I'm going to finish it. That was my thing. Best to believe, it's going to get finished. Right. Because if I felt, especially if I felt like it wasn't my fault and I wasn't at fault and you came at me sideways, it's going to be Mortal Kombat finishing. It's going to be it. That's it. Nothing left. So I had to learn that that doesn't do anything but make me feel better for like a hot 10 minutes, not understanding that now... Not only do we have to unpack everything that what happened that I felt was wrong, but now I have to go through every now we have to go through everything that I just said to you. And now we just created another problem on yeah. top of another problem. And it's just now it's just boom, 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 boom. And it's like it's just never ending. So it's just so. But so I had to learn that a lot and say, you know what? This isn't the way this is not healthy communication. like. Yeah. I love to communicate, but once I but for me, once I hear like you come at me left, right. I, It's a different thing. So, I've right. made a conscious effort to say, you know what? I'm going to respond in love. I'm I'm going to respond in compassion and empathy because sometimes when people come at you a certain way, like it's like it it may not even be about you. It could be about work, it could be about family, it could be just a lot of different things and because people are suffering in silence and it could be your spouse that's suffering in silence, too, because they haven't told you right. certain things about what's going on with them. So it's really building that bridge and saying, OK, well, why do you feel this way? Well, why did this happen? Right. Wow. Like, I love you. Like, why did this why did this go left? Like, are you OK? Right. And then a lot of times that opens up a different line of communication versus, oh, oh, word. Right. Oh, OK, well, well, let's go. You know, so I just, you know, so I just think we have to build out like just a lot of different healthy communication methods between us. And not only if you are the aggressor, but then also if how you respond to the aggressor.
1: Exactly.
0: Sonia said, oh, are you a Taurus? No, I'm a Scorpio. No, I'm not (laughs) a Scorpio. No, I'm a Scorpio.
2: Yeah, because
0: that's how she
2: is. It's also when you, um, when you have gone through drama either with your current partner or ex you tend to it's, it's sort of like a PTSD effect. <laughs> if they do anything that's reflective of something that you've been through and you react in a way that's really quick. sometimes you you, you don't catch yourself right off but you take things you need to learn to take things with a grain of salt sometimes and really sit back and try to pick okay did they mean that first of all did they mean it and even if you don't do it in the moment I like me and James we had to realize we had two different ways of communicating and that's all it was I was the type that if I'm heated if I'm angry I need to walk away from that situation I need to it it, it can't get to a certain point especially if I feel like I'm not being heard and you're just trying to get your point across and you just wanted to be over it. Cause he just want, he, he's the type that he, he needs to settle it. He needs, he needs to sell it, whatever it is. Cause I don't want to go the rest of my day and have this on my back. I just can't do it. Let's talk about this. What's going on. He don't want me to leave and be mad all day, whatever.
0: But I like but, him. Just like right? me. But I like it.
2: Is, and about me is I can let it go faster. If I walk away from the situation, I need to, I need that space to cool down because mm once I get to a certain level, it. it, I know my mouth, you know, (laughs) I know, you know what I I know? And I'm never trying to be that person. If I don't, Mm -hmm. I want that to Mm -hmm. come out, not towards the person that I love and that I'm spending the rest of my life with. So we had to learn to meet each other in the middle. Once we learned that that's what we need. And Mm -hmm. I had to tell them, look, if we get in a heated discussion, and you notice that I'm walking back and forth and I'll say, look I, look, I can't do it. I can't do it right now. Once my hand go up, just don't, don't, I'm not trying to be disrespectful. I'm trying my best to remain respectful. Right. I'm not putting my hand in your face. I'm like this, I'm putting it up. And I got to walk away. I got to walk away. I got to. And he said, but I need to talk, talk, talk. So I had to realize, okay, let's do this. Instead of me sleeping on it and going, you know, waiting for the next day or two days, why don't we meet each other back here in about two hours? Give me two hours. And and you know, and do with that make that whatever time limit that's agreeable between you two. But yeah. I need minimum of two hours. To- mm-hmm. I need to listen to some music. I need to go, you know, look at a funny comedy show. I need to do something that can bring my stress level down. Even if it's just take a nap, light some candles or whatever, or write some poetry or whatever, let me do that. And I knew he was not going to be relieved unless he could talk about it. Right. So we met each other in the middle and we, you know, we talked about it that way. It's just all about trying to meet each other in the middle and, and, and both of you not trying to have it your way.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and that's true because I'm more like him in a sense where I like to just get it done, you know what I mean? Cuz I want to get back to the love. I want to get back to right. to that, right? Like cuz you you right. leave me alone too long, you know, it's I'm not going to yeah. want to talk about nothing no more. Like I'm I'm just not. Like I'm not going to want to talk. Like, that was like yesterday. Like don't bother me about that now. Like that's just right. me. Like I'm like that so you don't want to talk about that like and we can't just always talk about things on your terms. Right. That's not going to work. You know what I'm saying? Oh, so when you're good and ready, like that's not the way life works right so the compromise is amazing because it gives you the time that you need to cool off right and then it gives him the t- you know the answers that he needs to 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 come together and have that conversation mm-hmm. um which is which is important to both of you um so that compromise is is really good and that can help a lot of people um because normally it's like well I, I'm just not going to talk to him and and he I talk when I get good and ready and then he's like, he or she is like, well, I don't want to talk no more. I, right. I'm done with it. And now you guys go through, <laughs> through through this cycle of days where it's like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, y'all awkwardness. It's like, yeah, you know, weird, right? I'm um,
2: good. I'm good for shutting. Like, if we don't, if I don't, ha- if I don't have to talk about it, I won't talk about it. He mm-hmm. he he knows that it's still an issue, but I was the type. If I'm gonna walk away from it, and if it's gonna get me upset, I'm like, you know what? Uh-huh. Uh-uh. and he never wanted to see me get to a place again where i um cut him off because he knows my past is and it and it's, it's not just in relationship in um you know man woman relationships it's with anything like i have at least two sisters that i have cut off before and that's not that's not cool you know and and even though i felt like i needed to do it and it, but it was for like almost a year you know what i mean I, And I can do that with just about anybody because I feel like I give a lot to every relationship and I give give honesty and I give respect until you show me that that you're disrespecting that or you're taking my kindness for weakness. But that's the way I've always shown my strength. I felt like I was showing my strength is cutting people off because it was easier Mm -hmm. for me to cut them off than to really you know, go at them with the problem. A lot of times you go at a person with a problem. And, and I noticed that it, it, it happened a lot in this relationship with James. I, I If I go to him with a problem, I got the answer right then and there. I This is what we need to do to solve this problem. This is what's gonna work for me. Let me know what's gonna work for you. Because if we gonna solve it, if you need to solve it right now, this is the only way I'm gonna solve it. I wasn't um, as possible as I should have been. Uh, which means, so All right, babe, what, what, okay. Whatever. All right, and and see, it happens in a lot of relationships that the woman will blah 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 talk 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 talk. I'm not saying she doesn't have a right to feel the way she feels. I'm a woman. I know, I know what you're going through. I know where you're coming from. But if all you do is blah 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 on him on him like the nail in the coffin, the nail in the coffin, and just keep going and going and going, at a certain point he knows that this argument ain't going to be settled unless she win and i let it go. Mm -hmm. That's it. It's just not fair. And so I had to realize, you know what? He's doing that a lot, which means he's going to start holding resentment about some things that I think are settled. And the only reason I think they're settled is because I settled them the way I wanted to, and he let it go. But ain't nothing settled about if both people aren't okay you know, it don't have to be, he would, he would have felt better had, say for instance, he'd agree, he would agree with me and things were to go my way. Um, and I'd be happy about that. At least I know he agreed because he felt like he should agree and not because he gave up because I wouldn't shut the hell up. Mm-hmm. You know? And so that was a hard thing for me to grasp. It's, it's, There's- shut the hell up, Kim. Shut up. Just be right mm-hmm.
0: There's lots of, there's lots of men that do not want to go home because they do not have a safe space. Right. There are, and I'll be honest, there are strippers out there, strippers, you go to the strip club and you think that they just are dancing for money, right? You know right. what they're doing? They're Give sitting it. down, mm-hmm. having a conversation, Yeah. getting money. Yeah. Not, not dancing, just just like, hey, like, hey, well, like, well, I have somebody to listen to me. She listens. Right. And I'm right. paying her. It's it's, it's, am- and it's it's, amazing what you see, like, oh, men stay at work. Sometimes ten, twelve hours. dollars You, you mm-hmm. think because he wants to? No, because that's where that's, he may not want to go home. Right. He, like, there's a reason. And even sometimes like, when your man pull up and he pulls in the garage and he, and he sits there for, like, 20, 25 minutes, it's probably not a safe space
2: mm-hmm right
0: and I've heard this from I'm multiple men
2: I'm blessed that he didn't um have to do that but I can say that it's it's people in general because there were days when I, I just sit in my car and stay in the drive now I'm not saying he was necessarily doing anything wrong but after that incident so many years ago I just didn't want to go and I, I couldn't bear just to see the house. I didn't want to see the house because of what I felt like we had went through. Not that anything happened in my house, but the pain that I was experiencing from that house and from the relationship. So I can, I know what you mean about staying outside in the car
1: mm-hmm.
2: or whatever, because women do it too. They do the same thing. I mean, they, yeah. a lot of people really talk about it. Yeah. A lot of people go to the mall, not because we really want to shop. But, we, but that's the only thing that's gonna make us feel better at the time, you know what I mean? So yep. men yeah. they do, they do some of the same things and, and it's not right, you know, it's not right that a man should go to a strip club and, and get this attention or whatever, because that's your woman, that's your house, safe or not, go in your house, let, let, let's, get this, let's get this straight. Don't, you know, it, it's, it's one of them things where we, I understand why you do it. You know what I mean? I sure. understand and would do it. Like I've talked to several men who said they've done exactly what you're saying, right? And yes. what the thing I did was, I said, you know what? I know why you did it. Because you knew that when you walked in the door, she was going to say, "Why you get, can you pick your shoes up? Um, can, Why didn't you put the, dang, I came home and the lid on the toilet was up. Now, you know it ain't really about that lead. You know it ain't really about that. You know it's about the drama that y'all had two or three days ago, maybe two or three weeks ago, and y'all didn't, you know. But you don't want to hear that as soon as you come in the door from work. I mean, right. I, and I try to talk to people and tell them, look, even if you have a right for being mad, even if you have good reason for being angry, upset about something you asked to have done two or three times that week or whatever, coming through the door, to instant friction, to instant negative energy, it's not gonna want, you to want I mean, he's a grown ass man. Excuse my language. He's grown. Hmm. The last thing he wants to come in there and do is hear you running your mouth about the shoes in the floor, about the coffee cup in the sink, about, you know, the, can he come in the house and sit down and drink a dab on beer? Or, or give the man some iced tea, some lemonade or something. You know, how was your day? How was your day? And, and give him all five. Hey, by the way. Or I've learned that the quickest way to get him to do whatever it is I want him to do, and that's what I'm trying to teach. Some, <laughs> a lot of women know this, right? We know that. Women in their um, 40s and 50s, we know this already. And some in their 30s. My daughters know it. My youngest daughter knows it. She's 19. Well, she'll be 19 on 14. the 14th. But the quickest way to get to him is the honey. And I'm not saying you gotta, he come through the door just to have sex, no. I'm just saying, hey, but, but, how you doing? You know, if I ask James Reed, hey dog, if I say, hey dog honey, the man will fall on his face. What do you need? What do you need me to do? What do you, need? If, if he come through the door and I pop him on his butt, I can treat, treat him like a little, I don't know, just whatever, he will do anything. Any, just about anything. What mm-hmm. do you need, What do you, babe, what do you need? Well, you, you all right? You need anything? Go mm-hmm. on and I don't want your money. I just like you. You know, I just like you today. I just think, you know, you. All they, they want that, a compliment, anything. And then I wait maybe fifteen minutes. Oh my God, boy, you left that toilet up again. I'm gonna have to pop, pop you in the back of your neck the next time you do it. Now he knows how I wanted to say it, but. Because <laughs> that way and because I fed him before, you know, it's, it's about building that relationship and that's what I'm trying to do on social media. I'm building mm-hmm. relationships with men by showing them that I understand. Like you can't tell somebody how to live their life and what they're doing wrong until you show them you understand what they're doing right and wrong. You understand how they feel about whatever it is because they're not always wrong, number one. Mm-hmm. They're not always wrong. But you, you have to build a relationship with somebody before you can get on them about anything or before you can have a constructive, constructive conversation about mm-hmm. Act like yeah. mama you know a lot of them call me auntie Kimmy um, little sis big sis whatever but they do that because they're listening to somebody who's not going to judge them for feeling the way they feel mm. at the same time they know I'm not going to pacify them You know what I mean? I'm not going to say, well, I feel sorry for you that you had to go that. Sure. Some some men are getting dragged. And I'm like, you know what? Nobody deserves to be treated like that. Nobody wants to be treated like that. And, you know, people have to understand that men go through these same kind of things. Because I turn these situations around all the time. We think a man che- a man cheated. He made gave you these babies. Now he cheating on you, leaving you with the kids. Guess what? There are women out here every day. Got men taking care of their kids. Men that fall in love with their kids that they did not create. And then this woman wants to go out and hang out and be with other men and and you know do things on social media. And then they'll drag him because he don't want to stay with the kids that he didn't create. Whether he loved- yep. drag and I'm like, we gotta act. Like, we gotta stop acting like these men aren't going through these types of things. They are, and you wonder mm-hmm. why some of them are angry and they treat. And I'm not saying it's right to treat other women bad because some women treated you bad, but I'm saying there are reasons. Just like there are reasons that women, I'm this independent. I don't need this. I don't need this. Don't listen to what she's saying. Think about what she's going through. What made her feel this way? Mm-hmm. Don't put her the way she feels and why she's saying it. Think about why she may be thinking that way. Mm. So uh, why is he acting this way? Why do he feel this way about uh, being around other women? Why why would he go to somebody else to talk or to get that attention? Why would he give up his money when he knows the only reason that woman is sitting there talking to him is because she wants more money or she's looking for a man to take care of her to get her out of that strip club, whatever, whatever, you know what I mean? Mm He don't care as long as he gets the attention that he wants. That's and
0: all. it's the attention and it's it's it, it it's the release of what's being built up or what's been built up. Right. You know, it's it's because the one thing I will say both men and women, you know, they need to go to therapy to, to really unpack a lot of their stuff and a lot of their traumas and so that they can start to recognize what triggers them.
1: Too. Right.
0: And right. And I know, like, sometimes in our community, that's taboo. Oh, I don't know, you know, I don't want to talk to nobody. No, nah, no, no, no. We need to talk to people. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because what they don't understand is, you know, you know, he, he, uh, you know us black, you know, what happens in his house stays in his house. Right. Exactly. But here's the problem. That's not true. What that's happens right. is the dysfunction stays in the house. Right. Mm-hmm. With, I don't know, if you, you know, if it's four or five of you guys, but then the kids take that dysfunction and go create new houses.
1: Yes, and, now,
0: and now we have multiple houses that were traveling from dysfunction and now we're passing it on to different houses. So what happens in this house doesn't stay in the house. And they're like, well, I don't want to go, you know, I'm just going to pray on it. No, you're just going to pray on it and do what? What actions are you taking? Because if you go break your leg tomorrow, you're not, you might pray about it, but you're going to go see a doctor. I, I promise you that. You're not going to walk around with your leg like this. It's not going to happen. So... <laughs>
2: goes to other people that the, the dysfunction is spread and you got all these soul ties out here that you're creating the same dysfunction with yeah you mess with other people because women like like you said men go to other women maybe the strip club or maybe somebody he met in a, in a restaurant or, or whatever right but whatever mm-hmm. the but more women do it we, we think men do it all the time women do if you only Well, you might, maybe you do, but women seek not just emotional—you know what I mean—not just emotional attachment. They they seek physical touch from other men, and they don't. A lot of us don't even care. Here's the thing: say, for instance, they're not getting what they feel like they need at home, right? Mm -hmm. For whatever reason, her and the, the man are going through whatever they're going through. Women don't only step out for an emotional connection. They don't. They just don't. They believe that all they want, but not every woman does that. Now, maybe that was the initial reason, but sometimes she just wants a romance. And it doesn't matter that a man on the street, that who they already know, sees them and hit the first thing is on his mind, oh my God, I want to sleep with her. She knows that. You know, she knows it's the big button to smile or whatever. she <laughs> doesn't care. You know why? Because of what he's going to do to try to get it. You feel me? He will yep. pull he's going he gonna to take her out to eat or, or do something funny or whatever you know all the stuff people do at the beginning mm-hmm. of the relationship I call it all the new new he's going to do all the new and that is what she's attracted to when what she wanted is her mate that she's having these issues with to start doing the new new again you know what I mean mm-hmm. He,
1: mm-hmm.
2: Thing, what, a lot of people say um, what you did to keep them to get them you're going to have to do it to keep them okay that's fine I'm good with that. But guess what? It goes both ways.
1: Because Mm -hmm.
2: I've had to explain to I want to say millions, it feels like it, but to hundreds of men that I understand how you feel about, okay, it was was a lot of sex, if she was romantic, she was spontaneous, all of this stuff, right? And that's cool. Okay, now it's been five years and it ain't as much as you want. It ain't even two or three times a week now. Maybe it's two or three times every month. But think about what you were doing also think about how both of you were doing things at the same time to create the connection that you mm-hmm. both had to get that sexual yes. activity to do all these things that you were doing you know you were doing things too you know you were saying sweet things out of nowhere you were sending a sweet text message for no reason at all mm-hmm. you were, he was tired and wanted to go to sleep you loved her so much because you were so hooked on that stuff she was giving you, and how she was making you feel, and how she was encouraging you. You would say if she would say she was tired in the beginning, you were like, you know what, baby, go ahead to sleep, go ahead to sleep. You sacrificed what you wanted for her to get some rest, which made her in turn feel more connected to you, and made her want to give you some that morning. So it's right. about you going back to what it was that made you feel like doing that thing and it's, it's not about just that feeling of doing it because if you're looking for a feeling guess what you just looking if that's that chemical thing yep or feeling in love love has nothing to do with your damn feelings
1: mm-hmm.
2: no, you showing love when sure. nobody's yep. not able to do those things or not doing them for whatever reason and then you try to find out what's the problem
0: right <laughs> and and also, I think with men though we've got to do a better job at if if we don't know a lot about women and what they go through, and I don't mean how to wine and dine them what I mean no. is what oh. What I mean is what they really go through, especially after they have children. There's postpartum depression. There's a lot of different things that a woman's body goes through. Sometimes she may go through uh, different things with her body that she's not, that she's no, no longer as confident as she used to be because her body looks different. Her body is responding different. There's a lot of things with women that you got to try to understand so that when changes come, you don't assume it's because she doesn't love you. You want to see, like, okay, like, what is going on? on, and you don't assume the worst, that she's that she's being selfish, or whatever the case is, and you got to say, all right, hey, what is going on, like, research, like, there's tons of things out there that we can research about women, especially our women that we love to care about, especially if they just have children, and just things, when they hit a certain age, certain things, you know, things with their mental health, their depression, there's a lot of stuff, intricate things that go on with women that sometimes, you, if you take the time to find out then you might say, "Okay, well, this is probably this could be more yeah. than just about me." You know what I'm exactly. saying? Like she could be going through a lot of things by herself. There's certain things that happen, like especially after a woman has a baby, yeah. it's just it's just so much different things. And I think that we've got to do a better job of of educating ourselves right. so that when things change or things start to become a little different, it's not just okay. Let let me attack you because. Or let me feel a certain way because oh, like she don't love me anymore, or she or she met the cheating on me, or whatever the case is. It's like hey, now that now this times, but that could be the case. I'm not saying that it's not, but there's so many other things that women go through that we've got to be able to give them grace and try to figure it out what's going on, so that they can open up to you, so that you can be a safe space, so that so so that she doesn't say oh he doesn't understand, he's not going to get it, he has no idea, right?
2: The butt factor is what I don't like. It's the, it's the if you. It's sort of like women also need to understand that if you're saying no, it's the way you're saying no.
1: Mm. If
2: you're, I'll oh, just get off of me. And then if he keeps bothering you, um, number one, if she says I'll go her, her side first. If she says I'm, I'm just tired, my body don't feel. I'm just feel tired. I'm not sick. I can't under. I, I'm just tired. I've been up all mm-hmm. day. Hard day at work, my mind mentally, I'm just not there, so I just can't. If he says, but just a little bit, just a, or whatever. Let's just <laughs> what, what you're saying to her. You're not mm-hmm. saying, but the word but says, I don't give a shit, excuse my language. I don't give a crap about what you just said. I mm-hmm. just need what I need to get. Mm-hmm. Now it may, may not even mean that. He may not even realize that's what, but what she's hearing.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: What I just said makes no difference. As long as you get what you want, it doesn't matter how my body feels. That mm. makes me feel unsafe. That makes feel mm. Like you don't care about her body. Like if mm. she does, if you don't care about her body, you're obviously not going to care about her heart.
1: Mm-hmm. And
2: then if you make a threat and say, you know what well, you don't do another woman with, then she's not safe because you're not protecting her heart. Right. And, with a, and we have to realize that If he does not know this, you need to, if he says, um, if nothing's going on and you just, you don't have to get up early the next day and you just ain't in the mood. Your body ain't tired, ain't nothing wrong with you. You just don't feel like it. You just don't want to do it because you ain't in the mood. When he says, I want you so bad, it's been, you know, two weeks and I just, I need to be with you. I just crave you and I don't want to be with nobody else. I want to be with you. You're my wife or you're my girlfriend. I just want you and I'm, you know, and, and the moment you say, well, I just don't feel like it. or hurry up, just do it. What you said to him was, not that you are not in the mood, not that your body's sick. You said, I don't give a crap how you feel. I don't care about your needs. I ain't in the mood. That's all there is to it. You're saying so much more than I'm not in the mood. It's the way you said it. And then when you say you're in the mood, you're, you're, you're gesturing like he's just something you're trying to get off your back.
1: Mm.
2: nobody that cares about you wants to feel like that nobody no man that cares about you and who just wants you wants to feel like you're just doing it to get him off your back it, it makes mm. him low. and and if you don't tell just explain to him look I, I need to be there mentally I need to be stimulated I, my sensual side needs to be stimulated I need it you earlier today to say, look, I'm looking forward to seeing you tonight. Mm. Bring me one rose. You can go on 7-Eleven get a rose and bring it. I might not even like flowers, but just bring me one. Just bring me one. Just bring Mm. me something. Just explain to him that these are the things that you feel like you're missing, that these are the things that would make you feel more connected to him. And it's not about the material things. Mm -hmm. It's the action that you took to show that you miss her. You want Mm. her. Feel her body you want to you feel closer to because a lot of men feel closer to you that's how they express their love to you too we, we want to act like women only fall in love in the bed are you serious two months my my husband wouldn't even go well he wasn't my husband he wasn't going home in two months <laughs> he I love you in two months and it, it wasn't that I, I'm not gonna say oh I was putting it on him yeah I, yeah, I was doing my thing but He was connected to me, not just because of the sex. It was the sex and the closeness, the intimacy, Mm the talks, the way that I showed him that I loved him, the way that I massaged his shoulders, the way that I touched his bald head, you know, the way that I kissed his forehead. He needed that connection just as much as I did. Mm So something that I need also, why not just tell him I need this type of connection? You'd be surprised. He probably would say, you know what? I miss that too. That's what I miss. Maybe he just doesn't know how to tell you that he's missing the intimacy and not just the sex. Mm-hmm. And so women, we got to be sensitive to his needs too. We can't just say, I don't feel like it. I had a long day and you, that may be all true and you may have a very valid reason for feeling that way. But mm-hmm. what's wrong with you? you know what? I really don't feel good and I need, I want you. I want you just as much as you want me. But if you can just give me uh, two or three hours, let me go take a long bath with some and salt. Let me light a few candles. Let me listen to some music. You come on in there and, and join me. You know, be creative. Mm-hmm. You, and that that's not really, that ain't really, that's simple. You know, Very. that's what you can simply do. And then as you're doing things like that, both of you can learn to discover, you know what, maybe I do need to do a couple of the things that I used to do. Maybe mm. that's what but we, yeah, men need to realize that women go through all these things, and but we also need to realize that he had a hard day. He may need a stress reliever, and he may want you to be a part of that session of relieving that stress. Mm-hmm. And he's coming home with that, because he's not relieving that stress with somebody out in the street. He's coming home to his woman. He's going mm-hmm. home to, his to relieve that stress, and it was he was mm-hmm. that with you. So if you don't think of always, he just want to ask me, or he just want to do it, and da 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 da. He may just want to be close
0: to you. Mm. You know, it's more about it's, it's about more than sex to a lot of men. Yep, yeah, absolutely right. Um, okay, so let's talk about T going to the strip club for therapy. Uh, no, I was not going to the strip club <laughs> for therapy. Um, that <laughs> definitely that definitely wasn't what I was doing in in the strip club. I I just noticed some things while I was there. Um, <laughs> <and> it, <laughs> And it was a consistent theme that I would see um, when I was there um, in those times. Um, but, yeah. Um, so, when it comes to, like, what is, what, what would you say is one of your top misconceptions about men?
2: Um, okay. So, that they're not listening to what women are really saying that they're not willing to understand what women are saying as long as they don't get what they want. You know what I mean? It's like, they're all.
1: Yeah. Only-
2: I felt like at one point, even in this relationship that if he doesn't get what he wants, if the end goal, if the end result was not him meeting the goal of laying up with me and feeling the way he wants, he's not going to hear what I'm saying. He's not going to really hear my feelings now i kind of knew I, you, you know when you when you're in a relationship with somebody this long and you feel like you know them, you kind of know that's not it but the the fact that i felt that way made me think maybe that's it
1: mm-hmm. And
2: the only reason i was not a- i was not able to come out of that until i thought you know what let me just tell them how i feel let me just tell them i'm gonna tell you i i feel like you don't hear what i'm saying you're not even going to see my point of view unless you are satisfied unless i take care of you first and i always feel like i have to come to you and take care of you first in order for you to listen and he had to say you couldn't be further from the truth mm. you couldn't be further from the truth and had you asked me at years ago i would not not when the infidelity had but he was just saying a couple of years had you asked me that about this when you started feeling that way All I would have told you. So it was just me feeling like most men are that way only because of the experiences that I had. You know, even in the marriage that I that I screwed up, I felt that he was not listening. I felt that things had to be really terrible in order for him to listen, which is why I made some of the decisions, the dumb decisions that I made. Mm. He's not gonna think it's bad until I show him that it's bad, until it gets bad. And and that was just that little that immaturity. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That not being willing to say um that that having a bigger ego. That was my ego and I, I didn't want to ask or say it or whatever. But the mm-hmm. moment, he said, this is how I feel it made him feel horrible because he's like I love the hell out of you. Mm. How would I not want to know how you feel? I'm like, I don't know, but it just that's how it seemed. So mm. I had to realize, okay, no, no. That's wrong. That's that's just wrong. Now I'm not saying all men um can understand where he was coming from. I'm not saying right. all men did it because I'm sure there are a lot of men who really don't listen and they're not going mm-hmm. listen. There are a lot of people who I'm not saying they're jerks, but some jerks are that way. And some men just don't understand that that's how we're thinking. That's re- rethinking it. Unless you get what you want, you're not even going to hear me. And I'm glad that that is no longer how I think because my marriage will be in trouble. It will be in trouble. And I'm not saying because of him, it'll be in trouble because of me, because I'm the type when I check out, I check out.
0: Yeah, me know? too. Mm-hmm. I
2: just check out. And it's just that's a dangerous place for anybody to be so i would just tell anybody look if that's
0: what you think just ask mm. them. just tell them how you feel man yeah. so when it comes to the disconnect all right because they're always cuz listen we you're on you're big on tiktok so you see a lot of the the fights and and all these things that that go on on social media men and women and people fighting in the comments and you know it's like a wwe event you know it's yeah. crazy and so where do you see is, is, the biggest disco- is the biggest disconnect between men and women? Because there is. There's a ton. Well, what do you see?
2: Well, here's a look. So this can go in so many directions. But I can see I know. You this. No. <laughs> when people meet each other, when they meet each other, all they're looking at is look, they, they see this outside thing. Right. They see the new of everything. They don't really see um, the trauma you don't see and everybody has something that they're dealing with and it doesn't even have to be um an ex-relationship mm-hmm. everybody's with no. something it could be something that his mom said to him and and the way she said it with her hand like this all you have to do is say oh i don't know about that has nothing to do with what his mama did you this is about something totally different but there's a part of the brain that doesn't realize that that, that only computes that finger mm. and makes about his mama, and he can take it in a negative way. And, and we're not looking at okay, wait, I'm getting ready to jump into this thing with somebody and possibly exchange all this energy, exchange all these bodily fluids, and I don't really know anything about him, not really. Mm. There are
1: people-
2: messed up is they do that and they create in their own heads what this person should be and who this person is instead of really listening to what this person <laughs> is or who she is. You mm. know, the woman is that, that looks like she has it all together, you know, mm. bad from head to toe. She, I'm not saying she's the prettiest or or the baddest shape or whatever, but you say, you know what? She cares herself well, she speaks well, she treats people, people with respect. But she could be a mess inside Mm. but all these other things that you think check off of your list you're willing to just you know chill with her sleep with her do whatever it is be in her presence and you know nothing about her but what you put in your head about her Mm. and and every we all do it i mean i did it james did it you know james he literally said he saw me. All he saw was strength. Mm. So a woman came to work, was professional, regardless of all the drama she was going through. She, he saw a woman that, you know, even if her hair wasn't done, she had that nice slick back ponytail, her lip gloss, <laughs> and she was graceful, and blah blah blah, and all this stuff. But he didn't really know. He he knew the drama. He knew the uh, you know the gossip, but he didn't really know me. Right. Like, really- he had no idea what I was willing to accept and not accept, except for he knew I wasn't going to accept a cheating man. But all the, he just had no idea who I really was. He, he had to find out later, I write poetry, I'm going to Busboys and Poets every such and such night. I'm doing this regardless. I'm doing this regardless. And that was a shock to him. He's was like, well, damn, all this time we spent together. I was like, yeah, but I'm still me. I'm still me. People think that just because we get in this new-new, we're spending all this time together, we're going to movies, we're finishing each other's sentences. Um. Oh, my God, he opens the door for me. Oh, my God, she unlocked the door for me. Oh, my God, <laughs> she cooked, she laid it on me. She's nice, she good to everybody, her family. She got her own place, he got his own stuff. We're looking at all this stuff that don't matter worth a hill of beans unless you know what that person's been through. You mm.
1: know.
2: But what kind of hang-ups do they really have? And we think they don't have any because of their disposition. It's good to act. Mm-hmm. Even an actor, we do it every day.
1: Especially at work.
2: Right. We act through interviews. So we're, we, we, we're in this dating phase and we forget that it's interview time. It's mm-hmm. interview time. Dating is interview time. It's not time for you to be saying, oh, I can spend the rest of my life with this person. Shut up. You can't. You don't know whether you care or not. Mm -hmm. And so we just make stuff in our head about this person because of what we want them to be and all these new, new feelings that we feel. And that's how we end up late. We end up finding, you're not who you said you were. No, I'm not who you thought I was. I'm not who you envisioned, who you imagined I was. I'm not who you created in your head. That's who I'm not. And vice versa.
1: Hmm. Wow.
0: Did I
2: question?
0: (laughs) No, 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 no. Yeah, no. Uh, You definitely answer answer my question, and 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 I think that's where I think it's big for intentionality, right? Intentionality, right? I think you know how are you being intentional with the person that you're dating, right? Um, What are you looking for? What are the things that you're you're truly want? Out of a partner, and and is that really what you see, or is that what you want to see?
2: Exactly, and that's right? what we do. make up this stuff in our head, and then we get pissed when that person. It's kind of like when me and James went through our thing, and he was like, "I'm still me, I'm still me." Well, he's trying to tell me, "I'm the me that you thought I was," and I'm telling him, "No, the hell you're not." Right. I don't, and I don't know if I'm. I don't know who I love. I know, I, I know who I'm hurt by, but I have no idea. I know who I thought you were I, as far as that part of the relationship. But I don't know if I want to be with the person that I just found out you were, the person who can make this type of choice. Mm. And that's what we do when we we think about all of these things that this person is, and we make up this, oh, this fairy tale thing. And then when we really start le- learning that person. That's when most of us... Well, you're not doing this anymore. Guess what? They probably wasn't really doing it before. You mm. were making things that they were doing. He opened the door for you, and you act like he bought you a damn car. Wow. Do you know what I mean? Wow. Where he had sex um in 30 days, and you act like y'all did it every th- single day, for 30 days. Mm. It's just one of those things where we just make so much more, and we don't allow the person to show us who they are. And a lot wow. of women... We talk so much on the dates we don't give a man enough time to talk we don't we don't give him any space to talk not realizing he wants to talk about himself
1: let him Mm -hmm. talk
2: you know he may not tell you certain things but we just tell too much and then we don't hear about who he is so we make up that stuff in our own head wow wow so we let me introduce you to um remember the um couple that i was telling you about the oldest my oldest daughter
1: yeah
0: i can't Um, see them though but
2: oh that's right you can't see them
0: but actually bring them on camera because i think i'll be able to see them later but but, yeah
2: this is my oldest daughter nikki and that's fiona her partner and this is what's going on so (laughs) they just coming back from her these are the um this is my oldest daughter and i was talking about their relationship and how Wow. Okay. Oh yeah, he had my grandson had a basketball game. Oh nice. Oh yeah, you are. But yeah, so <laughs> I was telling you about how all of them are in bond relationships. Y'all are here? Because I think he's recording. Mm. Okay, awesome. So
1: Fiona, i two good Good
2: you. <laughs> oh great. <laughs> Get ahead, to meet
0: I'm you saying. guys. I couldn't hear that. Hmm? I
2: said, go ahead. I'm I'm sorry. They over. I'm dead. I'm done with them. What was your question?
0: <laughs> so you know I, i i think it's it's super important to you know we see our partners right like we go to the movies we have dinner we go on dates right we you might even go to church with your partner right but do you really see your partner
2: right
0: right do you do you really know them do you experience them like do you really deep dive with them like you see them yeah. You do a lot of a- activities together, you know, right. it's fun, you know, or shoot, you guys might even be living together, right? But do you really see them? And I think the important thing is for us to, whoever it is that we're with, is to really see them for them, right? Right. What do you appreciate about them?
2: Hmm? No, I asked that question on one of my TikToks, um, well, I asked them, um, why do you love your man? Your man wants to know why you love him. And um, one young lady was like, oh, "He takes care of me and my son, and he 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 pays the mortgage, and 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 all you know." She named all these things that he does that has nothing to do with who he is as a person and mm-hmm. where he's coming from. You know why? I want to know why he's doing those things. You know, do mm-hmm. do you know why he's doing those things? I want to know. You know. I I can tell you that I love my husband for the heart that he has for us, for the heart that he has for people in general, and for the fact that he is a man that's willing to say, you know what? I was wrong, or I was right, but I want to know how you feel about it. I I love him being considerate, him Mm -hmm. knowing that he wants to protect my heart. Not, yeah, he's going to fight somebody if they try to come at Kenny. I know that. Um, yes. He will be down, no question.
0: <laughs> As he man, should.
2: He'll take a bullet. But I love the fact that not just that he pays the bills and all that stuff. My thing is, he is a man who wants what's best for me. He wants, he he, he craves what's best for his family. He craves what's best for everybody in his life I Mm. saw the way his mother before she passed I saw Mm. the love for his little sister before she passed I saw I see the love that he gives to my daughters and it has nothing to do I always say oh yeah he paid for their colleges their father didn't pay for anything he paid for their first cars their father didn't pay for anything yeah I can say all that that's fine that's fine but guess what Kimmy was going to make that happen whether he was here or not because that's what I'm I, that's the stock I come from you know what I'm saying they would have learned how to make their own money which they all still did and get cars and go to college yeah we would have worked that out mm. the point was that he loved them enough to say if you make the grade, I'm going to make sure you go mm. he loved them th- enough to say you know what I need to talk to you because this is something you need to know
1: I need to right. tell
2: and how they treat you. I need to tell you about how good God, how much God loves you. I need, he cares about their upbringing. He cares about their mind. He cares about me, my mind, my physical. He cares about where I am emotionally and mentally and what my dreams and goals are. I love the heart of that man because that is who he is. Mm. That he comes with me with intention of love, respect, and honor, and even that thing that he did didn't erase that. Right, it, it crushed it for a minute. It made me blind to it for a minute. Sure, it did. But even that thing that he did, he I was I was able to see why God was gonna make it hard for me to leave or hard for me to put him out because He showed me that. I did something awful, but I'm getting ready to show you that I'm not that awful, I'm not that awful choice. That's not who I am. And he, I loved his heart because in front of a room full of people, when I told this story and I got to that part, and, and then people in the audience are crying like, no, he didn't do that. I mean, they were shocked. Just like they mm. were, but he said, I need to tell you all, because a lady said, did, why did you do this to her? Why? How could you be so good then cheat on her? How, why did you do it? What did she do? Did what? Did, and he said, "Let me stop you right there." I, and you know, they asked me, and I said, "Well, why don't y'all ask him?" And I brought him up on stage, shocked him, right? Mm. But he stood up. He came. He stepped up to the plate, and he said, "I can tell you right now that me as a man, and I know a lot of men, when they cheated, it was not the woman's fault." Now, there were reasons they cheated, but it would be selfish of me to say I cheated because she didn't do X, Y, and Z. I cheated because I'm selfish, because I chose to cheat rather than work on our issues. Mm. I cheated up outside my marriage rather than do what a man is supposed to do to the person he committed himself to, to the person mm. he promised he'd never do this to. She did not deserve, no matter what we was going through, she did not deserve me to take that action. She what well, she deserved if I was going to go outside the, the marriage I should have dissolved this marriage and went outside and went somewhere else she didn't deserve that and it is not I take full responsibility now see Terrence that right there mm-hmm. when I tell you that there were women and men in this audience praising God one day broke out into a praise dance because there were women and men of all ages, but some of these young women it taught them so much it taught them what to look for in a man mm. it, he's not perfect don't look at him as he's superman that's unfair it, and it taught me don't be put calling this man Superman is unfair correct right. putting him in that category is unfair it, it was unfair to him now. I can see him that way because I love him, but it's mm-hmm. a very, that standard
1: because he's wow. not
2: perfect. And I'm not wow. saying you get past the cheat because you ain't superman man. Hell no, you don't. But what he showed me is his heart in that moment because he was unwilling to allow a room full of people or me to take the blame for his actions. Mm. And wow. I saw his heart. And even though I felt like I saw his heart before then because we had worked it out. Mm-hmm. So much of his heart that day, I swear to goodness, I swear to goodness. When I tell you, we didn't go home that weekend, we stayed at the conference and stayed overnight, and I swear to God, the whole high grievance had to hear us.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, and and, I, and I, I talk whenever I talk about it, I, I swear to God, when we get off this live, I'm going upstairs, and I got to get up at 4 30 a.m. in the morning, but Jay Reed going to see me. 'Cause I love that.
0: <laughs> Hell yeah. yeah. I love when you say that too. Um <laughs> listen, look, I'll be honest with you. Um listen, we're coming up on two hours. I think that went pretty fast. Um I think that I, I mean it's just my humble opinion. I think we can do a part two to this. I don't know when, but I think we can. Um there's still a lot we have to um there's still a lot to go. We we have a lot of more, more stuff to talk about, yep. but I, you know, but I, I do want to be re- respectful of your time and, and the audience's time who's, who stayed on here for two hours with us, rocking with us. Um, I'm
2: so proud of
0: these folks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you know, if you'd like to see us do a part two, like, listen, man, like just let us know, but I, I but there's still a lot to cover. There's still a lot to, un- to unpack here because you know, we really need some healing in this area. Um, you know, uh, and, and um, you know, I think that um, the conversations start with like this. The conversation starts with dialogue just like this, where two people can have a, a open-ended conversation and share That's ideas, awesome. share best practices um, and testimonies. Um, right. You know, so I just want to say I love what you're doing. I love the work that you do. I love everything about you know, your platform. Um, it's super positive um, and everybody, please go follow uh, uh, Kimberly. She is absolutely amazing. Please tell everybody where they can find you.
2: I'm on TikTok at Kimmy Reed, K-I-M-M-I-E, R-E-E-D. And, um, or you can put in the relationship motivator. I'm on IG, of course, at Kimberly L. Reed relationship. Um, and I think it's up in your profile. Um, y'all follow Terrence, too, now on TikTok and on IG. Um, and everybody. most people know my email, but it's KimmyReed1 at gmail.com.
0: And that's where they can reach you to for you to answer questions and all that stuff? Is that what it is? Like, cause I know you have a lot going on.
2: So I have a lot of email that I go through. I never, hardly ever check my DMs. There are too many. I'm sorry, y'all. I love y'all, but I cannot. It's like having another job, and I do have a job, plus I have a <laughs> some time too but a little bit yeah yeah i check the email um mostly on mondays and thursdays i get to them in the order they came and a lot of people have gotten a lot of responses and so just bear with me i'm gonna get to it it may take a week sometime may take two but i do get to everybody
0: perfect um so again listen keep up the incredible work we are we are going to figure out a schedule for us to do this part two because we got we got some we got a lot more to go in the chamber like this kind of mm-hmm. to me just touched the surface i feel like we could have go another two hours but people got to go eat dinner and you got some stuff to do i'm not gonna say yeah. what that is but but you got some stuff to do Dang. so <laughs> come
2: here for a minute take, say bye to terrence before we go not you, James.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Later. <laughs> Without her
2: daddy, come on, down here, baby. They
0: both been at the gym. Brother. That man me in the gym. He can't
2: really see
0: y'all, but here they go. They gonna say hi. Hey, what's going on, good? What's going on, boss? How, how you doing? I'm doing good. Thank you for everything. I appreciate all your help. Uh, uh, no doubt, man. It's been an honor and a pleasure. I'm looking forward to having another conversation very soon. People need this kind of, this type of conversation and this dialogue, so I appreciate you letting us borrow your queen for just two hours. Thank you so much. I appreciate you, man. You're really welcome. She, this is what she loves to do. This is, this is her lane, so I just try to support her and do whatever I can do to help her. So uh, <laughs> definitely, you guys have a conversation. If you need me, let me know. I'll be glad to provide some input. Uh, good, so he gonna be on the next live. That's a verbal contract. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a verbal contract. All right, cool. So, but definitely, I appreciate you
2: and uh, I am about to finish my dinner because I just came from the gym, so I'm a little hungry right now. So, all right, all right man, go finish your dinner. man. appreciate
0: you, man. Thank you. All right. All right. Am I a good it. wife? Just say, it. just yeah. say, it. what you gonna say? She's hey. an excellent. She's an
2: excellent. No, wife. I'm talking about what's the word you gonna say? Say it like you mean it. Am I a good wife? What are you supposed to say, James? Yes. No. No. my oh, oh, God! Hell yeah. I <laughs> <laughs> can't get him on program. I'm still learning. Lord
0: <laughs> <it. laughs> oh, have mercy. Uh, you guys are amazing. Yeah. Um, so, listen, thank you again, and we'll do this again soon.
2: And thanks, everybody who was on the live. I appreciate y'all. Y'all share the live. Please share, share, share. Oh, yes. Is it going to be saved for podcast?
0: Yeah. Yeah. So it's going to be up probably like as soon as I finish, I'm going to just throw it, throw it up on Instagram. And then um, it's going to be on a bunch of audio podcast platforms um, by tomorrow, um, as well as YouTube and things like that. So yeah. Yeah. It's going to be everywhere by tomorrow. So
2: So y'all follow Terrence now. Y'all follow him because he's doing some positive things. I got a chance to talk to him the other day and he's doing some positive. Maybe he has some friends to hook y'all up with too. Do (laughs) you?
0: I do got some friends. I do got some
2: friends.
0: (laughs) Yes. Hey, let's do it. All right. Appreciate you. Bye-bye. Later.